the nymphs by ivan turgenev and translated by constance garnett read for LibriVox.org by darren kurtz i stood before a chain of beautiful mountains forming a semicircle a young green forest covered them from summit to base limpidly blue above them was the southern sky on the heights the sunbeams rioted below half hidden in the grass swift brooks were babbling and the old fable came to my mind how in the first century after christ's birth a greek ship was sailing on the aegean sea the hour was midday it was still weather and suddenly up aloft above the pilot's head someone called distinctly when thou sailest by the island shout in a loud voice great pan is dead the pilot was amazed afraid but when the ship passed the island he obeyed he called great pan is dead and at once in response to his shout all along the coast though the island was uninhabited sounded loud sobs moans long-drawn-out plaintive wailings dead dead is great pan i recalled this story and a strange thought came to what if i call an invocation but in the sight of the exultant beauty around me i could not think of death and with all my might i shouted great pan is arisen arisen and at once wonder of wonders in answer to my call from all the wide half-circle of green mountains came peals of joyous laughter rose the murmur of glad voices and the clapping of hands he is arisen pan is arisen clamored fresh young voices everything before me burst into sudden laughter brighter than the sun on high merrier than the brooks that babbled among the grass i heard the hurried thud of light steps among the green undergrowth there were gleams of the marble white of flowing tunics the living flush of bare limbs it was the nymphs nymphs dryads bacchantes hastening from the heights down to the plain all at once they appear at every opening in the woods their curls float about their godlike heads their slender hands hold aloft wreaths and symbols and laughter sparkling olympian laughter comes leaping dancing with them before them moves a goddess she is taller and fairer than the rest a quiver on her shoulder a bow in her hands a silvery crescent moon on her floating tresses diana is it thou but suddenly the goddess stopped and at once all the nymphs following her stopped the ringing laughter died away i see the face of the hushed goddess overspread with a deadly pallor i saw her feet grew rooted to the ground her lips parted in unutterable horror her eyes grew wide fixed on the distance what had she seen what was she gazing upon i turned where she was gazing and on the distant skyline above the low strip of fields gleamed like a point of fire the golden cross on the white bell tower of a christian church 
that cross the goddess had caught sight of. I heard behind me a long, broken sigh, like the quiver of a broken string, and when I turned again, no trace was left of the nymphs. The broad forest was green as before, and only here and there among the thick network of branches were fading gleams of something white. Whether the nymphs white robes or a mist rising from the valley, I know not. But how I mourned for those vanished goddesses. December, 1878 End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.